0: January 10th, 2018. My name is Kellen Conley and this is Hyphen Nation. We're mobile right now. So, uh, bear with me as I navigate the mean streets of Morgantown. Don't worry, I am not podcasting and driving. Well, I am, but I'm not holding the phone. I have an elaborate setup here where uh, I I have literally rubber banded my my, uh, phone to the visor and then got my little microphone plugged in, my little insignia joint got it plugged in and it's recording all this epicness while I navigate through the city and in case uh, you missed it, which I doubt you did episode 44 solo dolo Or The Last Jedi Show was actually recorded partially mobile. But that was from my cup holder. Now it's like right above my head. So this is exciting stuff. We're just going to get right into it, man. Donald Trump is back in the news. (laughs) Uh, A little, little bit late, but last week Donald got on the Twitter. And was talking about how he has a nuclear button just like... Oh boy, uh, North Korea has a nuclear button. Is it Kim, Jong, Kim, Kim Jong-il or... Is it ill now? Because Oon's dead. Or is it the other way? Kim Jong-un. I, I don't know. That, that's sad. That, that's why this isn't a uh, politics show. But like, yeah, that North Korea guy... Anyway, they played a game of... Whose button is bigger? Uh, Trump literally... Literally said on Twitter... He threatened another country with nuclear weapons. I'm I'm kidding you. I'm not kidding. Just just in case you missed it. If this wasn't last week, it was. It could have been like two weeks ago. But the thing is, Donald got on a Twitter and threatened another country in the most Donald way possible. Now. Twitter has long held policies of reporting accounts for different things like threatening behavior, violent behavior, uh, racial language, uh, hate speech, all that stuff. I've, I've actually gotten a few crappy uh, crappy accounts that were mostly referring to my people as ends. Uh, gotten a couple of those taken off taken off Twitter of course they probably just went and made another Twitter account but it is what it is at that point um so obviously the president of the free world just threatened a country so you would think Twitter would do something about it right like, do something. Now, they, they had an official statement and everything and, and as to why they didn't ban, ban Donald, man, but I, I want to find it for you here. But how, if, that's just crazy to me. like this is easily has to be the, the dumbest thing Donald has done I I just don't understand it um sorry for pause I I am mobile uh like, if anybody else, hell, I don't care if it was oh, well, it may be Pence, but like you get whatever the succession chain is, you get like six or seven down. Somebody says that Twitter's banning you like no question. Twitter is not having that. But this guy, this guy can go threaten people with buttons with no problem. It, it makes zero sense. <sighs> like, absolute zero sense. Hold on. And of course, I can't get my podcast to 101 on. So, another Donald news, the national. The, the college football playoff national championship was on Monday night Alabama won I am so disillusioned with college sports and the fact that they're pretty much rigged and there's so much money going under the table that's not going directly to these athletes that I didn't really care I watched the Oklahoma Georgia game I watched portions of that But uh, beyond that, I didn't watch Alabama Clemson, and I didn't watch one snap other than what was on Twitter of the National Championship game. Guess who was at the National Championship game? Donald. Yeah. And the the good old boys club Say hey. Hey Don, why don't you come on down here to the Louisiana, the the uh, Mercedes Benz Superdome, and uh, get on on this sweet, this sweet action and show your presidential face. And a, uh, uh, I don't, I don't even know what the fuck he was doing. <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. And I'm no, I'm not sorry. Apparently, dude was on the field. Okay. A bunch, of glad handed fucking jerk what that is man but anyway dudes on the field and the national anthem comes on now in case you've been living under a rock in case you've been living under a rock sorry again mobile That one day in uh, when was it September October, Donald decided he was going to mosey on down to one of his red states and uh, pretty much called Colin Kaepernick a son of a bitch. And just for the record, Colin Kaepernick is a friend of the show. We support Kaepernick over here. We don't support that black bullshit. I did not boycott the NFL. But I do believe that he has been boycotted, and and that uh, see I, that reminds me of a topic I want to get to. Uh, let's see if I can remember here in a second. But anyway, called him a son of a bitch, and essentially went to war on all the NFL players for taking knees during the anthem. That turned into a whole shitstorm. Me and uh, the homie Mike Osti talked about it when we did our U ninety two reunion show. Which I still haven't posted. I'm, going, I'm actually working on something. So that me and Ostie's... Uh, all of our stuff is all in one place. All the shows we've done together. So I'm actually working on a little something for that. So it will be released. It's not timely. But you'll be able to listen to it here in the near future. But he essentially called out all these, these NFL players for not uh, standing for the National Anthem. And you're such a disgrace. You're dishonoring our country. Now, before I get into that, Kaepernick was sitting during the National Anthem. Marshawn Lynch has always sat during the National Anthem, and it's only come to light due to the current climate of what's going on in the world today. Of course, I mean, he came back from retirement more eyes are on them. That's completely understandable. So, with all that said, I'm no longer mobile. They show Donald showing singing the, the national anthem, and I don't know what drugs Donald was on, but that man don't know the national anthem. That man does not know the national anthem. All that hubbub that he stirred up. He does not know the national anthem. I shit you not, ladies and gentlemen. I I really shit you not. I wish I was. Um So, so that that's your president right now. Your president. And I'm just typing some show notes here. But he, he's had, as always, never a dull moment when it comes to Donald. Never a dull moment. So, here I got the scoop on what Twitter said. All right. Let's see. Twitter says that while it's committed to keeping elected world leaders like President Donald Trump on the service, there's at least one thing that could cross the line. A tweet set reveal a private address or phone number. Okay. That's not what I want. Let me click this little pink link. Shout out to The Verge right now. Keeping us informed here, hyphenation. Alright, according to The Verge, Twitter explains why it hasn't banned Planet Trump. Panic Trump Panic Trump You heard it here first Panic Donald Trump Why it hasn't banned President Trump Blocking a world leader from Twitter Or removing controversial tweets Would hide important information Amid vocal calls for the company to act Twitter today offered its first explanation For why it hasn't banned President Trump Without ever saying the man's name Elected world leaders play a critical role in, the, in that conversation because of their outsized impact in our society, the company said in a blog post. Blocking a world leader from Twitter or removing their controversial tweets would hide important information people should be able to see and debate. It would also not silence that leader, but it certainly hamper necessary discussion around the words around their words and actions. Twitter has faced regular calls to ban Trump since he was elected in 2016. Among other things, critics have accused Trump of inciting violence with his tweets. This week, a tweet invoking the prospect of nuclear war escalated tensions in North Korea, but was allowed to remain on service. Protesters projected uh, critical slogans on the walls outside Twitter headquarters as a result. Today, the nonprofit group Color of Change announced a new effort to get Trump banned from Twitter and its blog post, Twitter, uh, Twitter, Twitter reiterated its previous statement that all accounts still must follow the company's rules. The statement seemed to leave open the possibility that it might one day take action against Trump's account or the accounts of other world leaders who might use the platform to incite violence or otherwise break its rules. We review tweets by leaders within the context of uh, within political context that defines them and enforce our rules accordingly. It said. The company also pushed back against an off-tweeted refrain of the company's critics that it only allows Trump to keep tweeting because it draws attention and ad revenue to the company. No one, no one person's account drives Twitter's growth or influences these decisions, the company said. We work hard to remain unbiased and with the public interest in mind. Okay. All right. So you heard that. So, so your boy panicked Trump. He's so. If he if he hops up on the Twitter, hops up on the commode at like three in the morning, right? If he does this at like three in the morning, and it's like you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna go in. And he's like, hey, 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 neo Nazis, hey, all my right alt right supporters, go punch go punch a nigga in the face today. Is that cool? Like, is that cool? Like, seriously, is that cool? Hey, all my people out there in cold country, who voted for me, and that's West Virginia. In case you ain't know, go out there and punch. Go out there and punch a, 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 the first uh, non-white person you see. Why don't you even shoot him while you're at it? Is that cool? Because it's like the people have a right to know that Donald Trump wants you to go fuck someone up today. <sighs> I love Twitter, though. <laughs> With all that said, I love Twitter. And let me let me tell you why. So... Uh, when Marcus was on episode 35... Marcus showing Mad Love Robinson, my semi-regular co-host... We were talking about Jay-Z's 444... And I believe at the top of the show or somewhere within that show... He mentioned that I was writing for a website called 16 Ring.com. 16 Ring is an NBA was a, is a site that covers everything NBA. I had done three pieces for them. And then as football season started and NBA season started, I had all the po- the podcast obligations. I mean, I, had, I I don't think hyphenation was current then as it's not as current as it is now but then i had it's like a podcast whatever coming out sunday monday tuesday uh browns and our blood was recorded on tuesdays and they were posted on wednesdays so i would try to have the podcast up by wednesdays thursdays Fantasy football bosses being recorded and they were they normally go up on thursdays and then since then i've settled into trying to get hyphenation out at least on friday of each week, so I, with all of that, I just did not have the motivation to 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 write NBA stuff. So I stepped away, and plus I was pretty heavy in football season because of fantasy football. So I'm sorry, NBA Twitter. So stepped away from that, and the site had went through a redesign. And I was thinking over the past few months, I was like, I'm not seeing a whole lot of, of, of p- content. Because the the Twitter, the 16 Windsor Ring Twitter, had, had a lot of GIFs and different NBA reactions and stuff like that. But I didn't see a whole lot of content. So I was thinking that it just wasn't, I thought it was being put up. I just thought it wasn't being put out on the social media platforms they, the way they wanted to do it. So I suggested auto-posting stuff, and then uh, I I got a response back saying, hey, are you saying we're not writing enough? And I was like, no, I was just saying that whatever you guys are posting, instead of you doing it manually, like I I knew you were in the summer, maybe set up a Hootsuite account or a Buffer account or just something that um, will catch your post up. IFTTT account so that when you post, it automatically posts it to your social meds, and then you're done, and they're like, well, this, this, and this, there's a lot of back-end stuff you're still working on, and, and they're like, it makes it look like you're not that we're not writing enough, I was like, no, uh, that's not my intention at all, my bad, so that's that simmered down. But then, lo and behold, uh, yesterday, 16 Windsor Ring closed its doors. I was actually, uh, Hopefully planning to get something new up this month for the site, but just due to time constrictions, I mean this isn't anyone's job. This is all a hobby, essentially, that became this pretty size cool thing on the on the internet. They they had to close their doors. And I'm sad. 16 wins a ring will still exist, just not as a blogging I guess you wouldn't call it a blogging site, as an NBA site. Like, the, But I, I, I'm guessing all the NBA content that I was doing before with hot takes or just important tweets or posts about what's going on each, each night in the league will still be going up. So I'm sad about that, but I, I was just going through retweeting everything because uh, one of the things they did is when I, I first got with them, they're like, anytime you see something come across the 16 Windsor Ring Twitter, retweet it, retweet it because that's just going to spread like, yeah, we all follow each other, but then we all have our own uh, followers that are that are each unique. So the more you do that, the more it's going to get spread. So in the summer, we we're doing a really good job of that. And it it fell off a little bit in the the fall and early winter here. So I was just going back and retweeting a bunch of stuff that I hadn't retweeted by them. And just retweeting a couple of the 16 Winds of Rings goodbye messages and and things like that. And, and, And I got a DM. An unexpected DM. I did not mean to close my Google Docs. Come back, Google Docs. So I checked. I checked it out, and I was like, um, it, it, "It was a uh, it was an NBA guy." That is not who I thought it was. Here, oh goodness, his name is Eric. Sp- and I'm sorry in advance. His name is Eric Spyropoulos. Ropoulos. Ropoulos. Eric Spyropoulos. Eric Spyros MBA, and that's Spyros like Spyro the Dragon. S P Y R O S NBA. You can get at him on the Twitter. Anyway, he hits me up, and he was like, "Um, of course it's not going to load. What what is going on with you, Twitter?" Anyway, he was like, "Hey, how um, how long were you waiting for sixteen wins a ring?" I said, "Just since last summer." I uh, had a couple pieces, but I was taking a break because of podcast and football. But I was playing my next Bulls piece. Shane. he said. If I'm being honest, I'm not familiar with your writing. Can you send me some examples? So I did, and he said, "Oh, great, thanks." Because I didn't know what he. I didn't know if he was looking. I, I, I didn't know if he was looking to start his own thing, possibly. And well, I mean, he does have his own podcast called the Ninety Four Feet Report. So, if anybody's interested in an NBA podcast or a basketball podcast, the 94 Feet Report, I'm going to give you that. That's one of my recommendations today. Eric Spiropolis is the 94 Feet Report, and I'm going to make sure I check that out so I can learn how to pronounce his name. So, he's like, yeah, um, he said, thanks, once I sent some the samples, so I, I didn't know what he, he was just trying to see if i was a podcast worthy guest or for whatever I, no worries and he said also if you don't mind me asking how did you get obama to follow you lol my response was um asterisk checks asterisk would you believe I had no idea? <laughs> and he said, wow, that's very surprising. So you believe he just followed you randomly? <laughs> and I said, I, he had to. I don't know how I missed it. He said, that's pretty random, but pretty awesome. And I said, he might unfollow follow me, because now I have to brag. And then I said, my best guess is Chicago Bulls takes. Uh, so, if you'll excuse me for a second. I'm going to step step out the vehicle. I'm no white folks. Brock Obama Mama follows me, oh shit, son! Woo! Yes! 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 I swear I'm going to get arrested, but I don't care. Woo! So you're not just listening to the World's Greatest Podcast. You're listening to the World's Greatest Podcast. I got to think of a cool tag. The, you're listening to the Barack Obama approved World's Greatest Podcast hyphen nation. Ugh! How did I miss this? How does Barack Obama just follow you? And you and I miss it. Like, leave it to me. Leave it to me to have no clue. Cause I don't get follows like that. Like, I'd say in the past year I'll have I'll have a couple a week, you know? But it's never been anything crazy. Like, actually, I ended up replying to something on Twitter the other day, and it's oh, it was about uh oh 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 it's not coming to me. Hold on. Because they got a bunch of likes and it was crazy. And I was like, I can't believe it. And they're they're not even liking me. They're more liking... Oh! I responded to Chuck Eng- English. Uh, about not getting paid for Party Heart. That Rick Ross song that came out in like 2011. 2010, 2011. And I, I said, bruh, Party Heart was so fire that I'll see if I can take out the loan and pay you. I got 15 likes on that. And then... There was this other joint that I was replied to on. Oh, about Jamel Hill, because Jamel Jamel said something about how it's essentially the Golden Globes is two steps forward, two steps back, you know. And I retweeted it, and somebody else replied back, and a whole bunch of people liked the response. So I'm not I'm not killing it on Twitter like that. Like I I got my little fan base or whatever. I got 12, 1,251 followers, and I'm proud of that, don't get me wrong, but Barack Obama, former President Barack Obama follows me, now, it, it could just have been some random person running his account, they are told, hey, follow these, follow so many people, whatever day, he follows like 600,000 people. So it's not like I'm in rare company. It's not, and I'm okay with that. I'm I'm quite okay with that. But Barack Obama follows me! he follows 625,500 people. And he has 98.8 million followers. His last tweet on December 29th has 110,000 retweets. That's nothing on the Wendy's Nugget kid, but still. A former sitting president follows me. The Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast. I don't care, I don't care. Marcus said hit him up on the DMs. I could DM the pre- the former president, yo. I could. I wonder how many people try that. In fact, I, I just want to see... Okay, I do have... I do have the envelope. <laughs> you know, I got to... <laughs> I could just be like, Yo, Barack, you see that Bulls game last night, bro? He'd probably be like, yeah, man, I was sad. (laughs) Oh, snap. (sighs) Yeah. That's why I led the show with all that Donald shit. Tell you that Barack follows me. And if you're not a fan of Barack, that's cool. But he follows your boy. So I the, I told Angel immediately and she's she was all excited she thought it was cool, and then I I, I messaged Heather and Matt. And I was like, and Heather took forever. She's doing some shit last night, but she was super excited when she heard it. And I was like, I sent it to Matt, and then he took a while to respond because I I had to do my little Instagram, uh, pick stitch thing so that I could post it, and show the world how cool I am. <laughs> I need that validation. <laughs> And I said it to Matt, and it took him a little bit, but eventually comes back with, Cool, he follows me too. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you think you're special? You think you're better than me, Spencer? Huh? I checked his Twitter. I didn't see him do any post about it. Not anything like that. It, it could have just been a random thing that he checked. Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast hyphenation I hope he never unfollows me I'm going to hate to lose that tagline it was a good night needless to say it was a good night (sighs) Uh, let me add this in here Barack Obama follows me. So let's see. Before I get into uh, the, the, the marquee topic of the episode, I wanted to talk, take a second and talk about Baker Mayfield. My mother-in-law Janice is convinced that he's going down the Manziel route. That he's going to be another hot mess, who will flame out of M- NBA, flame out of the NFL in a couple of years. I I don't know. Like I feel like they're similar as far as off-field issues, but I feel like John, Johnny's were <clears throat> Johnny was. Living a life before he got to the NFL. He was living like a rock star. I mean he doesn't he have an OVO tattoo? Am, am I remembering that right? He was living life like a rock star before he got in the league. And he could not maintain that and do what was necessary to be a successful NFL quarterback. Which is why he ended up... That's why he's not playing now. <clears throat> all that screaming made me all dry. That's what I get. Um, Mayfield, on the other hand, for me... I feel like Mayfield is more... Just making dumb... Immature kid mistakes. Not to say he hasn't had his rock star moments, as far as his off the field stuff. And I could be completely wrong, but I I think Baker is going to be a successful NFL quarterback. Manziel was like, eh, he could be. He had he had one incredible season, to tell you the truth because he won the Heisman and then didn't he play another season after that and it wasn't so good but it was decent enough I just think that I think with the right coach Baker will shape up I don't know if he goes to Cleveland if Baker Baker uh Shapes up, which is wrong. But that culture, man, is—I haven't seen anything different culture-wise, especially after following the Browns for for sixteen weeks, seventeen weeks, and sixteen games. To show me that they are ready to make an NFL quarterback, and their roster over the years hasn't shown they want to make an NFL quarterback. So I just want to get that out there, just a little take on Baker Mayfield, that I don't think he's the next Manziel, and I think he will actually have a better career than Manziel. <clears throat> I don't think he... I don't know if he's going to be Hall of Fame material by any means, but I think he'll be a, service, a serviceable quarterback. and and I don't don't know Janice has it out for him, man because I mean obviously we're all Dave U fans despite how mediocre the football program is and loves being but she just does not like him but I watched that Oklahoma Oklahoma State game this season while there was no defense at all in that game Baker looked like an absolute stud so I look forward to seeing him at the next level So it's 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 so perfect that we start out talking about Panic Trump and then Barack Obama sponsored podcast. Barack Obama approved world's greatest the Barack Obama world. See, I lost the damn tagline already. The Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast. Barack Obama. Cosign World's Greatest Podcast. Barack o- the Barack Obama... <laughs> yeah, this is what's going to happen in the next 10 minutes, guys. The Barack Obama... Barack Obama's favorite podcast. The World's Greatest Podcast. Hyphenation. The Barack... I think I'll just stick with the Barack Obama Approved World's great, The Barack Obama Approved world great. yeah, The Barack Obama World's... <laughs> <laughs> the Barack Obama Approved World's Greatest Podcast. Hyphenation. That's what it's going to be. But with all this panic and presidential things going on today, I figured I'd give y'all my state of the address... Oh, my God. State of the podcast address. Two days ago, in 2016, was the first episode of Hyphenation. For those of you who's been here the longest, episode one was called Predicting the 2015 NFL Playoffs Wild Card Round. Yes, I spent the first three episodes of the podcast talking exclusively about NFL playoffs. Needless to say, I didn't know what this show was at that point. So two years later, episode 46 as we sit. I just wanted to kind of go over some goals that I had for the new year. Just like a real president would. And then and then kind of go down memory lane and just see how well some of these episodes have done. So, my main goal is to continue to get the show out weekly. I can't guarantee it hits every Friday. I was thinking about maybe taking Browns and their blood spot on Wednesdays. But Friday probably still works the best for me. But I'm out here trying my best to make sure that by Friday the show's at least recorded. And then I have it out in the following days. Because let's face it, man. Sometimes I come home, I'm just dead. And I know it's just like slapping on the intros and and making the show an mp3 and then posting it up real quick. It's not that hard. But sometimes I just can't. Like last week. After, after uh, Star Wars, after Last Jedi Show, and after Numbers on the Board with Marcus, I I just couldn't. Because that, that's why this episode didn't get recorded last week. I'll probably put Friday's date on it when it goes up. But, <laughs> <laughs> but goal number one is I do want to make sure the show stays weekly. And if possible I'd, I'd even like to sneak in a couple two bangers in there a couple maybe even do two shows in one week we'll see about that though because I haven't pulled that off since one last year I don't think I had any come out the same week last year late 2016 I did it a few times in 2016 um I definitely need to figure out my <laughs> laptop situation. That's podcast related because everything's edited on there. I have a couple old laptops laying around that I could get up and running. The problem is, I mean, I'm running Windows Vista on my laptop. And what are we on, Windows 10 now? That's like four versions of Windows ago. I I really need to... Get to the digital day, like not the digital age. I just really need to step into the in 2018 and buy a new new computer. I've had the same laptop since at least 13 or 12. Yes, I know how to take care of computers. The main problem with this one is uh, it has a fan issue. Like I've said before, it sounds like an airplane taking off. Cortez told me to bring it by uh, my radio network which is downtown on High Street next to Hotel Morgan. In case you have any computer needs or or iPhone repair stuff, if you're local to Morgantown, go hit up my radio network and go see uh, Cortez and my man Arthur. They will take good care of you. Um, He said he'd check it out. I might just need a new fan. Uh, if it can't be fixed, he could probably get me something more recent for a decent price. So, uh, I- I'm going to have to bite the bullet and get and upgrade that. As far as my actual equipment goes, this Insignia microphone has been a fucking godsend. Godsend. That's a G A W D S uh, E N D version. Because obviously, it's it's made me. Because I I used to just to give you all picture. I used to bring my laptop into the into the Dodge Stratus in the MJ in the Mary Jane and I would put the the laptop on my passenger seat boot up the computer, I had to make sure it was charged obviously. Then I'd plug in my headset mic and bring up audacity, make sure it was recording natural headset mic and not the laptop mic, which took a few tries, and then we started rolling from there. That's how I did the first several episodes. Um, I don't think it was until. Eric was on episode 10. That I actually used my condenser mic. To record. Because I was on the condenser mic. And he was on the other in of Skype. That was a book to the future. Uh, something we're we'll going to have to come back to. Oh also. Here's another recommendation. I do want to mention that. Uh, Mr. Greenlee. Handsome Bane. Did a fantastic. Uh, fantasy booking about how to uh, essentially the fall, the rise, and then the fall again of the new day. Uh, make sure you check that out. It's on the Isla Pal YouTube channel, which is uh, YouTube.com/slash R O X S T A R E. Also, anybody who can hear the sound of my voice, if you could do me a favor and subscribe to their channel. <clears throat> They're trying to get to 100 subscribers so they can get a custom URL and not be youtube.com slash rockstare anymore. Um, So the New Day fantasy booking. Just want to make sure I get that in my recommendation. I don't know why I write down my recommendations. I never put them in the notes, but who cares? I care. So he did a fantastic fantasy booking. And I, I used to just do it all in the car. I would do it before work, just like I'm doing right now. And then come out of my lunch break and finish it. But this insignia mic has made things so much easier. That yeah, while well, I'm still doing it in my car. Even when I'm at the crib now. Instead of bringing out the condenser mic. It's so much easier just connect this to the old uh, Galaxy S5 and just roll with it, man. It does a world of good, and, and plus everything's on my phone. I can upload it right to Google Drive, get it off, do my editing process. It's been a godsend. It's definitely won't work on a laptop. As far as guests go, you're going to hear from more from Marcus. You're going to hear more from Eric Greenley. I will finally have Michael Lamareco on the show. I believe. It was in the early 30s somewhere. I promised that he would be on episode 36. We never connected and worked it out. Really, I just never reached out. That's my bad, Mike. But Michael Lamarique will be on the show. And in case you don't know, Mike is one of the producers on it's like a podcast or whatever. Um, one of the shows on the even podcast group that Eric does with his, with his wonderful co host. K-Rock, a.k.a. Everyday Rogue. So make sure you're checking that out and all the great podcasts from Hyphen Podcast Group. Um, I got a couple guests in mind. I, I mentioned Paul Herman a lot on the Last Jedi show. I'd love to get him on. Uh, he's a big Seahawks fan, too. I've only podcasted with Paul once or twice. Maybe twice. And we had a ball. It was years ago. Uh, we did it with Thomas DJ and, and Zack Snyder. We had a great time, though. So, I would love to get Paul in there. Another one I also want to reach out to is... Oh, I just, I just asked him about it, too. Uh, it's another Seattle guy. Um, uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see what comes to me here. Huh. Where is it? Ghost Dog, P Thug. Raz! Um Mike Raspberry? Is it Mike Raspberry? I can't remember. Mike, I'm sorry. Your your name is Olivia Mutant John on Twitter. <laughs> so I can't remember. I know your last name's Raspberry, though, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go hit up Facebook, but I wanna get him one. Episode 50 will only go down one way. And that one way is if Angel Conley is my guest in that episode. Don't ask me why I've waited this long to get my own wife on the show when I've had her sister on the show. And I'm probably going to catch probably going to catch a little flack on that one whenever she is on. Yeah, Mike Raspberry. I want to have him on the show. But Angel is my goal for episode 50. I sit down with her. I also want to sit down with Dad again. So once the, most of winter is over and I make another trip home uh, without the fam just to see Dad. Hopefully he will grace me those his presence again. I love that episode. Who else? Um I don't know, those are my main my main goals right now. I I, I like having guests. I, I mean I love having Marcus as my semi-regular co-host. I like having guests on. I, I have a good time with them. I like to get Nikki on again too, but we were we I mentioned it to her when she came home for Christmas, but we I just I didn't push it. I was relaxing, man. I'm sorry. So I like having guests on, but also like doing my solo, my solo episodes too. One thing I want to address uh, that I do need some feedback on are the shows too long, guys? Because me and Marcus have done three shows together. We've done 34, 35, and now 45. They're very long shows, all three of them. And then, episode 38, Greatest MCs of All Time, was also a very long show. I don't care. It does not bother me to put out a three-hour episode. But if anyone, anybody out there who can hear the sound of my voice, Hyphenation, if any of y'all out there can hear me ask this question. Are the shows too long? Because if they are, I will break them down into parts for you. I won't count it because what I'll just do then is say we record episode 48. Let's say we record episode 58. It's two hours long. If y'all would rather me just do an hour at a time, I will do episode 58 part one and episode 58 part two. If that's better for you. I'll probably release the whole damn thing at the same time. Because i would not... I don't... I mean, I, I could easily use it and just be like, oh, well, I'll just hold this for next week content. And that's that's what smart podcasters do. But I want y'all to have it, man. I'm like Netflix, man. When it's ready, press go. So let me know. Uh, get at me. You can you can tweet me. You can reply the, on YouTube. Email me. Uh, hit me up on Ivan Universe on Facebook. Just just let me know. Because I am concerned about the show length. A little bit. Because <laughs> uh, A- Anthony, uh, I don't know if you saw where I posted, reposted uh, episode 45. But Anthony uh, texted me and he was like, Yo, I started episode 45 and I saw, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I saw it was three hours. I was like, WTF? <laughs> And I was like, yeah, it's meant to be taken in doses. Kudos to anybody who sat through that whole thing and went listen, though. I can't do it because I don't have time to sit and do it. Um, so I'm just saying. Let, let me know. Um, what what else? I, I want to do more video. I'm not going to do the live stream thing anymore. If there's, if there's a video of the show... It's, it's going to be pre-recorded. Just like if you remember episodes of, the, of episode 38, I did part one and part two. I did the videos of those as I recorded them. And I just went ahead and posted those. Uh, I'm going to be doing more of those. Live streaming just doesn't seem to be working for me. Plus, I don't get really a whole lot of viewership on it. I've had like two people watching at once, really. I did better on Instagram, but then it was just Eric and uh, Marcus watching. (laughs) I know my fan base, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, when the video content can be available, it will be. Um, Actually, I I just need to get another uh, one of those uh, phone holder things. Like, Angel has one, but we kind of went back and forth about it. And I may have accidentally broken it somehow. (laughs) So... I stopped using it, but I, w- I would just go ahead and hook it right up to this window and be rapping y'all right now while I'm trying to keep my uh, my throat not so dry with this piece of gum. <laughs> Podcaster 101, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the magic never stops. Barack Obama approved. Um... What other goals will I have? I don't want to set an episode goal, but if I'm hitting at least one a week, then you're going to get 52 episodes, which would be huge. And that would actually put us over... This is episode 46. so That would put us at 98 episodes by the end of the year if I hit every single week. Don't hold your breath. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I crack me up. What else? Was there any other goals that I really had for the show? I think I figured out the social media promoting thing. I think it's best in same fright from podcast group, it's best to just keep hitting them with the MP3 link, the iTunes link, and in a picture. And just the show description. Instead of trying to do nine posts about all the places it's at, just keep hitting them with the same place and rinse, wash, and repeat. Um, I'm, I'm finding results with that. Because I, I wasn't doing that with uh, every episode since... Uh, 30. I didn't do anything with 36 up until... 36 to 43. I didn't do that. I was just doing random and posting it wasn't even really promoting it and you can tell it hurt the show numbers but with me posting it at least once a day both episodes 45 and 44 over 100 downloads so hey i'll take it we ain't we ain't over here changing the world but we over here making an impact small impact but we over here doing it damn it So I just want to share some quick memory lane stuff with you guys, if you'll let me. After I uh, check my Facebook. <laughs> God, I'm so good at podcasting. Uh Let's see. and I got one more topic after that. So the memory lane trip is I'm just going to run down the top ten... Episodes ever that's been downloaded in hyphenation history. Number, well, I guess we should start from the back. Started from the bottom, now we hear. That's four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. Number 10, Book to the Future. First, uh, I can't remember the fancy name I gave it. Episode 10, Book to the Future. First LP Side A, co-starring Eric Greenlee. On a day after what may be remembered as one of the darkest days for many, I finally found time to have my first guest ever. Eric Greenley is not just a son, brother, husband, father, or purveyor of all things Nerf Fresh. He's not just a writer or filmmaker. He's not just the king of the lightning round or his hashtag going in raw column for Killer Boombox. Nor is he just one half of the dynamic t-shirt designing duo. In addition to that glistening resume, Eric Greenley is a professional wrestling fan. And nothing was the same. So we start the fantasy book to WWE until SummerSlam, and already the ideas are flowing. Reigns, Styles, Rollins, uh, ba- Balor, Ziggler, trust me. This phenomenal forum of the fantasy booking. It's that over. Plus, we take the time to talk about China and Prince. And it's the only first this is only the first edition of what I hope will be many more appearances by Mr. Greenlee. Hold on to your butts. So y'all like the wrestling episode. I appreciate that. Um, and Aries' first appearance. That that had 158. Then we had 164. Episode three, predicting the 2015 um, NFL playoffs championship round, where I went and I literally talked about the AFC and NFC championship games that year. I can't remember if it was episode three or two. Where I wasn't recording through my headset mic. Even though I had it on the whole time. And I was recording through the computer. And the audio was really shitty. But that happened. That was a thing. Never a dull moment. Uh, Episode 7. Welcome to the Disney Movie Review Podcast. 170. So. This is when. This is before and after the dentist. (laughs) You take one day off. And life gets in the way. So what do you do? You wait until the next opportunity presents itself and you keep the podcast trained on the tracks. Enclosed within these audio walls, I question whether I'm a bad husband. <laughs> I talk about Aladdin and The Little Mermaid and my differing opinions on both. Welcome to the Disney Movie Review Podcast. This episode's cover girl around Rousey, Rousey's confession to uh, considering suicide after you lost to Holly Home and getting better at writing faster through repetition. This episode was recorded at not just one, but two Morgantown Kroger's before and after a dentist appointment. Your man of the people has come back. Ah, the simple days. Episode 674. The Case of the Stale Pop-Tarts and Fudge Rounds. Um, In case you didn't know, I'm going to read the description. In the Case of the Stale Fudge Rounds and Cherry Pop-Tarts. I uh, went to my local BFS and decided I was going to eat some, buy some Pop-Tarts and a couple fudge rounds because I was hungry. It was early in the morning and they were disgusting. And that's how this title got its name. So the professional football is officially put away for another season. It's time for Hyphenation to blossom into its final and best form or something like that contained within these audio walls. I discussed why the day after the Super Bowl should be some kind of national holiday. It should be. I compared my experiences with the O.J. Simpson trials as a child to what I know today. The story of the gas station snacks is spawned this episode's title. My, epi- my eternal struggle with never being able to catch up on a podcast I like. I end things with a small tribute to the retiring Daniel Bryan. It's still snowing in Morgantown, so if you live in a warm climate, I hate you. But I'd still like you to check out the episode and pass it along like a note in class. I don't really care if a teacher sees it. <laughs> God... I hope y'all read these show notes. I have so much fun with them. Episode 2. Predicting the 2015 NFL playoffs. Divisional round. 176 views. So y'all must like that one. Episode 17. Make me want to holla. This was. This was the reaction to. uh, The Philando. Castile. Murder. And. And all the 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 killing that was going on from the police all the all the police brutality all the cops killing black men uh i had to record this in three parts because it was so uh so, so it got so real on me so to speak episode 15 coffee from the grind don't stop <laughs> god I was such good not fired from the day job yet <laughs> <laughs> mind you this is a year before I actually got fired from Huntington not from my current job which I went back to but definitely back with a fourth episode in two weeks of Hyphenation see that's the kind of shit I want to get back to in this pulse pounding slobber knocker I get into how my most recent column motivated a friend and frequent collaborator collaborator I think that was was that Eric or was it Marcus I'm not sure on that one. Then I take some time out to think Pusha T for writing I'm loving It for McDonald's before explaining how some topic ideas I have for the show just aren't very good. <laughs> I give my take on the gorilla debate. That was the Harambi shit. And of course, Harambi got a bunch of fucking votes in an election, uh, whatever. And somehow I'll segue that into a story of an incident with a fence from my childhood. That was, y'all like the episode where I suck out my head stuck in a fence? Damn! After that embarrassment, I finished things off with a rec- with recommendations as well as, as why I no longer get excited by the X-Men films. Your boy owns a house now, so you know there's big things popping and little things stopping. And coffee provided by the grind here in Morgantown. Wow. <laughs> Episode 35, Bobby Schmur to anybody you heard. Uh, co-star Marky Show Mad Love Robinson. That was the 444 uh deep dive that me and Marcus took talking about all things about the new Jay-Z album that one is at 187 uh, 15 was at 186 episode 17 was at 183 the two most popular episodes of Hyphenation though episode 9 Knock on Wood which is very surprising I'm holding lee. this is the day I first held Lee as the cover of this episode in fact, I believe I recorded this on Aaliyah's uh, second birthday. On a very special day, Nation, yeah, 9 is born into existence. Today's topics include the second birthday of my daughter, Aaliyah. That's a special day. Take that, smokers. My experience as a single dad. Why I've been so lazy creatively lately. The tough decision between my Android and becoming one of those iPhone users. <laughs> and an update about those lifestyle changes I keep saying I'm going to make. Nah. <laughs> that 11th scale the Smithsonian Zoo wasn't impressed. Plus, I predict the 2016 NBA Playoffs in their entirety, and I don't care if you say it's not fair to pick after they officially start. Besides, there are no surprises to be heard here. This episode is all about the positive vibes, so check that negativity at the door. Or to Yankee Stadium. So that's interesting that y'all are into that episode. That one has 205, 205 views for that one. Uh, so I appreciate that guys. Um, I'm pretty sure I picked the Warriors in this episode, but then in a few episodes later is when I said the Cavs would actually win the NBA Finals and then they did. And then I did episode 19 of Mosselow. Which has 116 views. Episode 19, The Greatest Gifts. And just curious... Okay, <laughs> me being so nitpicky, I'm making sure that I had Eric guesting on the title, the most popular episode in Hyphenation history so far, though. My terrible drum roll, episode thirty-two. Sorry, not sorry. Uploaded March eleventh, twenty seventeen. Two hundred and seventeen views. I don't know why. I don't. But here's what the notes say. I have to admit for someone who would probably be weak in the knees if I met her in person, I sure have a lot of problems with the pedestal that Beyonce puts herself on and an even bigger problem with the larger pedestal that our adoring public puts her on. With that said, I talk about her loss at the Grammys, how Moonlight was robbed of its moment by a distracted gentleman tweeting photos of Emma Stone at the Oscars, how the Academy doesn't want Denzel to be great, and why Eddie Murphy was robbed years before this. Then I'll discuss why I take Biggie over Pac and Sasha over Jenna. No fooling. I don't think Future's March Madness is all that great. <laughs> in case y'all don't know, the last line in the show notes normally has nothing to do with the show. It's just something random that's on my mind. So that's your fa- favorite episode, episode 32. So I thought I'd share that with y'all uh, on Hyphenation's second birthday. But... uh, Last thing about the, the state of the podcast address... Onward, upward, more positivity, less negativity, more more podcast, more reach. And somebody call up Morgantown magazine and tell them to do a story on me. And for them to make a best podcast category so I can win that shit. Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast. Damn it. Yeah, that shit sounds good. That shit sounds good. That's the one. That's the one. So let me get my recommendations in here. Oh, there's one more. One more topic. One more quick topic. I saw they rebooting Kick-Ass. Well, not so much rebooting, but they're doing another version of Kick-Ass. It's a lady, a black lady, a cop. Her name is Patience Lee. She will be taking over the mantle of Kick-Ass in another part of the country. If you're not familiar with Kick-Ass, it's a comic book series by Mark Millar and Jean Romita Jr., Uh, Mark Millar came to fame in the early 2000s with, uh... Did he do... Oh, wow, I can see him. It was that superhero team for Vertigo. Was it Vertigo? Or was it Wildstorm? I think it was Wildstorm. Uh, with Midnighter... Oh, I'm not gonna Google it. But it's a superhero team with all of them. Uh... He came into fame with them and then he got the Marvel and he was responsible for uh, Ultimate X-Men while Brian Michael Bendis was uh, writing Ultimate Spider-Man. And then that in turn, he he became, he was, he wrote a lot of stuff for Marvel, um, including Wolverine Enemy of of the State, a storyline I absolutely love. Um, He did uh, Marvel Knights Spider-Man, the shush which is kind of his take on Batman Hush. He did that. Um, but Kick-Ass was something he did on it. I think it was still through Marvel. But they did it through the Icon imprint. Oh, The Authority. I think he wrote The Authority. Uh, was uh, another way he came to fame. He also wrote Wanted. I think The Wanted comic book is trash. I like the movie. Uh, I, I like both versions of Kickass. I love the first movie. Love the original comic book. Have not read any of the sequels. Though that's on my to-do list. Because I'm a big fan of him. Well, I'm a big fan of this from him. He He's definitely worn on me over the years. But John, John Romita Jr. can do no wrong. He's one of my definitive Spider-Man artists. So I've always been a big fan of Kick-Ass. And I just saw uh, that they're going to be doing this. Second version of Kick-Ass. With this Patience Lee character. So I'm excited to see what happens with that. Uh, Be on the lookout for that. Of course, the comments were filled with... Why do we gotta make a woman every character? And why do we gotta make her a person of color? So... Sincere fuck y'all to all y'all. Fuck boys and fuck girls out there. Who... uh, Who are participating in that kind of bullshit in 2018. Um... So yeah, uh, be on the lookout. And I did not like Kick-Ass 2 like that. Kick-Ass 1 was good. Kick-Ass 2 was kind of meh. It kind of waited a little too long to do it. Uh, So that was the last topic. So recommendations. WTF Podcast 700 Part 1. And actually I'm going to recommend Part 2 as well. And you'll see why. Part 1. And this is Mark Marin's podcast. Has Julia Louis Louis Dreyfus of Seinfeld fame and of Veep fame and of the old, the new old adventures, the old new adventures, the new old adventures of, no, the new adventures of old Christine. Wonderful woman. She's currently fighting breast cancer. Uh, We're here for you, Julia. Uh, You are a goddess among us, but this episode's a lot of fun, so check that out. On the back end of that, they recorded this in 2016, I believe. On the back side of that, uh, Louis C.K. is on Part 2, of Episode 700. Now, Louis C.K., of course, came out and admitted that uh, a lot of the sexual allegations towards him were true. Um, nothing along the lines of assault or improper touching, more improper touching of himself in front of other women without consent. Not that that exonerates him. But he's talking about his, uh, his show. Horace and Pete. That he funded on his own. Uh, it's on Hulu now. And I've actually started watching it. Uh, Horace and Pete is interesting. To say the least. But to hear Louie's takes. On certain things. With knowing what we know now. It's very eye opening. But and it, I think it's something. That we kind of need to hear. So you can kind of hear. The patterns of the patterns of what should be done and what should not be done. As far as that goes. Cause he said he just says a couple things, man, and it's just it just rubbed me the wrong way. And I wouldn't have thought anything of it if I listened to it at the time of the podcast. But listening to it, knowing what we know, it's just classic signs of a I don't want to say uh no. There, there's definitely hints of things going on that should not have been going on as far as Louis goes in my opinion. Next recommendation. I don't know if I've uh, recommended this to you guys before, but Matt put me onto a web comic a few years back called Questionable Content. You can find that at questionablecontent.com Come? I don't think they're a .net, but just Google questionable content. It's about uh, it was about originally a kid named Martin, and then he met he got he met this girl, and then they become roommates. And then from there the cast is expanded. It, it's it's I know that sounds boring as hell, but you really just need to to read it. I haven't even read the whole series. Um, he's been doing it for several years now. I want to say since 2004. It's a daily webcomic, takes the weekends off. But I love it. And it's been firing on all cylinders right now with the most recent storylines and stuff. So if you're looking for something to do in your downtime at work, go to questionable Content. Check out all that story. It's by uh, Jeff Jax. Jeff Jax. That's. <laughs> Jeff Jax. Um, but he does wonderful work on this uh, web comics. So make sure you check that out. Um, please. Also, want to recommend that I finally got around to listening to some Black on the Air with Larry Wilmore. This is his podcast on The Ringer. He uh, he started this after he lost his show on Comedy Central. And I've listened to um, the first couple episodes. He had Norman Lear on and. I feel like he had somebody else. So I, I'm listening to the Bernie one right now. I had, I had to cut off Bernie and kind of switch it up. Because some sometimes I need a little palate cleanser, and so I, I put in something, something less refined. But he had Bernie Sanders on. But I'm really enjoying his show. And a lot of insightful stuff into his career. And he's really good at interviewing his guests. I, I never watched his show. I'm sad to say on Comedy Central, but I, I knew how important it was. I guess I could say. So, I highly recommend that you uh, check that out. And then finally, my last thing that I just wrote down, I already mentioned it, is the New Day video that Eric posted on the uh, Isla Pal YouTube channel. And it's going to be on trial park. It's going to be on the hyphen podcast group channel as soon as possible. I tried to do it the other morning and my laptop wasn't cooperating. So I'm going to have it up on there and you can watch it on Facebook too. Good stuff. All the way around. So there you have it. Episode 46 is in the can. So without further ado let me tell you what you need to know to be in the know. Here we go. So you can find hyphenation on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Just search Hyphen Nation on your phone or on your on your PC or on your Mac. Find Hyphenation and then hit that subscribe button. If you hit that subscribe button every time an episode comes out, you will get it. You'll get it. And then it'll go to whatever device you're putting it on. Yeah. Uh, while you're there, if you have not And a lot of you have not Other than Marcus and uh, And uh Louis, Take the time to Hit me with that 5 stars and Review the show Because the more you do that, the more exposure the show gets And the more exposure the show gets The more Eyes get on the show, the more ears get on the show Especially now that we're Barack Obama Approved So you gotta do that And then share the iTunes link You share it more people find out it's a win-win situation you can also find hyphenation on google play music for all my android lovers out there all my android people holding it down for android Uh, go to the podcast section on google play music search hyphenation it's right there and it updates quicker than itunes so you'll get the episode even sooner than the itunes people what up though uh what else you can find hyphenation on stitcher you can find hyphenation on mixcloud uh mixcloud.com slash b hyphen it's the hyphen podcast group uh mixcloud you can find all the episodes there you can find it on the tune in app on Pocket Cast. you can uh, uh google it and put in hyphenation i think we're on the second page on google now so if you type in hyphenation podcast, I think we're just on the second page is when you'll actually see the show. Um, well, no, if you just type in hyphenation on the second page is where you'll actually see the show. If you type in hyphenation podcast, then I'll I'll come up. So you could do it like that. If you put in feeds.feedburner.com/slash-hyphenation2016, you can put that into your favorite podcast listening device, and you'll get all. 46 episodes of FIRE! Yeah, right up in your area, in your face, in your eardrums, all that good stuff. You don't want to miss it. Um, any other places that I'm missing that I normally mention? Uh, nah. You can find all the episodes on my website, Victory Jump Off jump wordpress.com and of course on the hyphen podcast group bringing great podcast to the people. Um, hyphen podcast group wordpress.com and anywhere podcasts are sold for the most part. I found it in some places that I did not expect it. Uh, what else? If you want to get a hold of me at B-H-Y-P-H-E-N on Twitter. Hyphen Universe on Facebook. You can email the show at b-gmail.com if you want to be one of those guys. One of those champions. One of the legion as Aisha Tyler says. And and, and really, I mean, mean, that's it. That's all you got to do. Most importantly though, Tell a friend to tell a friend that it's them again Nature, Noriega, wild gremlins, why? But no, seriously uh, If you enjoy the show Tell a friend you enjoy the show uh, the, the word of mouth movement Is very impro- is very improvement It's very important And I appreciate any recommendations That y'all give me Because regardless, whether I got 50,000 listeners or uh, just Marcus, Eric, and Lil E And Anthony sometimes I'm here for you guys till the bitter end. So, call your loved ones, hug your loved ones, tell your friends they mean something to you. Uh, take your wife out on a date. Take your take your significant other out on a date. Kiss your kiss your spouse, man. Put put more positivity into the world than than put as much positivity in the world as possible. Kill that negativity. 2018 New year New you Weight Watchers Uh, Panic Trump You heard it here first Barack Obama Approved World's Greatest Podcast Until The end of time and until, oh, crap, I forgot to talk about Kaepernick. I'll put it in the notes for 47. We'll see. It's about the Panthers and Curry and Diddy. I'm going to say it real quick. Diddy and Curry coming out saying, we want to buy the Panthers after Jerry Richardson said he was going to sell it because he's a shitball. Um, and they're like, I'm going to, and Diddy's like, I'm going to buy the Panthers and, and make Kaepernick the starting quarterback. N- I'm sorry, Nigga. <laughs> You realize the Panthers already have the premier starting black quarterback in the league, right? Right? Like, come on, bro. Like, seriously. People make my fucking head hurt. <laughs> i If anybody is actually serious about buying the Panthers, though, that's not Vince McMahon. I've heard that rumor. Uh, I mean, let, let's get some real black ownership in there, man. Let's stop tweeting and, and saying funny, funny shit. And cute shit. Let's actually be about it. Get get yourself a real um, investment group together and see if you can get this thing done. Like, forget all that, all that noise that y'all are doing or whatever the fuck y'all doing. would hey, not it be cool to own a football team stuff? You're like the second best player in the NBA. Like, come on, bro, we'll be about it. And that's your hometown team. Like, I think you did say on Sports Center that you actually are looking into it, but. 2018, we got to stop saying dumb shit just for fun, especially you, daddy. Okay. That was what I was going to say about Kaepernick. Anyway, guys, thanks y'all.